Welcome to Choice Classic Radio. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and help keep this show alive by donating at choiceclassicradio.com. For more of your favorite old-time radio shows, join us on our companion podcast, Choice Classic Radio Detectives, where we bring to you tales from the greatest detective shows the golden age of radio had to offer. Mystery in the Air, starring Peter Lorre, presented by Camel Cigarettes. All right, men. I guess that's all. Put him on the stretcher and take him to the morgue. Oh, must I stay, Inspector? For a while, Mrs. Bunting. Oh, dear. I... I need all the details for my report. Oh, that such a thing could have happened here. Here in my own house. Each week at this hour... Peter Lorre brings us the excitement of the great stories of the strange and unusual, of dark and compelling masterpieces culled from the four corners of world literature. Tonight, The Lodger, by Mrs. Bellock Lowndes. Peter Lorre is The Lodger, and Alan Bunting is played by Miss Agnes Moorhead. Mystery in the Air, brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. Experience is the best teacher. Try a camel. Let your own experience tell you why more people are smoking camels than ever before. Yes, let your T-Zone decide which cigarette you like best. Your T-Zone, that's tea for taste and tea for throat, is your true proving ground for any cigarette. So try a camel on your T-Zone. Introduce camel's rich, full flavor to your taste. Acquaint your throat with Camel's cool mildness. See if you don't decide, like so many other smokers, that Camel's suit your T-zone to a T. On, Mrs. Bunting. You said you were looking for a lodger? Uh, yes, yes, Inspector, we had to. But I never dreamed such a thing could happen here to us. Why, it was only last Tuesday night my husband and I were sitting before our fire reading the newspaper about the latest murder. It was the fifth. By, by the Avenger. Yes. Yes, I remember saying distinctly. Robert. Robert, he could be the fellow standing next to you, or maybe the man you bump into. It's a terrible thought. Yes, but it appears to me that the Avenger's too quick for the police. And look here. Look here, it says this girl he got last night was like all the others. Pretty blonde, and she just come from a music hall. Exactly like all the rest of his victims. 
Oh, what a pity. Ellen, have you stopped to think who fits that description perfectly? Our own Daisy. Oh, sure. What a pretty thought, Bunting. The good thing she's with her aunt instead of here. London isn't a safe place for any girl now. Just the same, I can't help thinking how fine it would be to have her here with well, us. Well, there's no sense even talking about it. We just can't afford it. I know that, Ellen, but I hope we could manage it some way. How? Haven't I script myself half crazy trying to keep us going? I know, Ellen. Well, don't you go worrying about it. I think we can... Now, who do you suppose that could be? Could it be someone looking for a room? Oh, I wish it were. Then you could have your daisy back. Well, I went to the front door. And when I opened it, there stood a man wearing a black cape and hat. He carried with a single piece of luggage. Good evening, sir. I saw your sign. It says you have a room to rent. Yes. Sir, yes, sir. Please, uh, won't you come in? Thank you. Uh, could I, uh, uh, could I take your cape, sir? No, uh, I'm looking for a quiet room, but it should be very quiet. Oh, we have that, sir. Just that. Mm. Above all, our house is quiet. Okay. Your bag, sir. May I take it? No, just show me the room, please. Oh, yes, yes, sir. It's right up these stairs, sir. This way. You see, sir, there's just my husband and me here, and we're ever so quiet. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you'll find this room to your liking. Well, here we are. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I think I like this room. Yes, it is pleasant, isn't it? Ah, there's not many rooms with such pretty pictures, now is there? I don't know. Pretty pictures interest me very little. What I like about this room is... Uh, the simplicity. I like the bareness. Yes, I, I think I'll take it. What is your name? Mrs. Bunting, sir. All right, Mrs. Bunting, uh, I'll take the room. Oh, yes, sir. And please uh, let me help you with your luggage. No, don't I... you touch it. Oh, but I, I only wish to, to... I know, I know. You only wish to help, Mrs. Bunting. It's, uh, it's just, uh, forgive me, it's just that I... I'm weary. I'm, I'm very tired. Uh, see, I do a lot of studying. Oh, yes. Yes, of course, sir. Of course. Well, anyway, you can see how few things I need. It's, it's just what, what's in this bag. But this, this here is my favorite book. Hmm? It's the Bible. Good book, Mrs. Bunting, isn't it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed it is, sir. Yes, it says, uh, he brings them to their desired haven. Hmm? Beautiful words, huh? And now at last I found my haven of rest. Now, Mrs. Bunting, uh, if I pay you 30 shillings a week for this room, that's satisfactory? Oh, oh, why, yes, sir, yes, sir. That, that'll be quite all right. My name is Sleuth. Mr. Sleuth? Yes, Sleuth. S-L-E-U-T-H. <laughs> Think of a hound, Mrs. Bunting, and you'll never forget my name. Here... Here are your 30 shillings. Oh, oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, would you be wishing anything now? Supper, or tea, or... Mm, no, nothing. Uh, good night, Miss Bunting. Uh, yes, yes. Good night, sir. Please stop that. You hear? Oh, oh, sir. I... What did 
thought you... You were humming. That's music. Oh, but I... I music always... is an instrument of sin. And you did tell me, Mrs. Bunting, that your house would be absolutely quiet. Oh, but it is, sir. I, I didn't mean any harm. Believe I me, sir. I, I believe you. I, I'm sorry I spoke sharply. I, I know you. You're trying to be considerate and kind. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank oh, uh, by the way, Mrs. Bunting, I, I think I would like some bread and some tea. Oh, certainly, certainly, sir. I'll have it in an instant. <laughs> <laughs> so he took the room, eh, hey, Ellen? Yes. He took the room at, at 30 shillings a week. Yes, in advance. Oh, hurry now, Bunting. Is the water for the tea hot yet? Yes, what a stroke. Put the bread and the butter on the tray. I'll pour the water. You know, Ellen, it's wonderful. Yes, it is. Do you realise what this means? We can have Daisy back with yes, us I now. Yes, I know, I know. Hurry with it now, hurry. Why, why we can have her back with now, us tomorrow. Now, the water and the tea, and I guess... Yes, it's all ready. Open the door, Bunting. I'll take it up to him right away. There you go, old girl. First thing in the morning, I'm going to fetch Daisy and bring her home. Oh, it's a wonderful night, Ellen. Wonderful. <gasps> oh, oh, I mustn't do that. Yes, 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 there are many wounded from her. Yes, many strong men have to slain by her. Come in. And to know how the wickedness of folly... <gasps> oh, why, why, Mr. Sleuth, you, you... Yes? What is it? Those pictures, hmm? those pretty girls, you've turned all their faces yes, to the wall. Yes, I've turned them to the wall because they are wicked and sinful. Oh, but, sir, I... Don't you I... agree, Mrs. Bunting, that everything wicked and sinful should be purged from the earth? Huh? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, I do. I'm happy to hear that, Mrs. Bunting. Now, if you'll excuse me, I... I have to leave. Oh, but, sir, here's your tray. I... I... Good night, Mrs. Bunting. You know, for a moment, I was stiff with fear. I set the tray down. He hadn't so much as noticed the light supper I'd prepared for him and rushed to the window to watch. He came out of our cottage and moved off down the street, his black cape swirling about him. Finally, he was lost in the fog. And I don't know why, but I stared after him for a long, long while. Well, I did the dishes and got ready for bed. I lay there thinking, and it was almost dawn before I had convinced myself that at most he was a trifle odd. And after all, paying 30 shillings, maybe... Maybe he had a right to his strange ways. It was daylight when I was suddenly awakened by the newsboys shouting in the street. Horrible murder! Read all about murder it! Murder at King's Cross last night! Avenger strikes again! Slowly I realized what the newsboys were shouting. Horrible murder! Avenger drops <gasps> six victims! Oh no! Avengers no! at Wake again, another girl falls in the In a 
few moments, Mr. Peter Lorre will bring us the climax of tonight's mystery in the air when camels present Act Two of The Lodger. Any sports champion can tell you how true it is that experience is the best teacher. Don Whitfield, for one, he's the world's outboard speed champion, you know. It's taking the turns around the marking buoys just right that makes that extra speed. And boy, how Don Whitfield worked out on that problem. Don Whitfield recently said, Experience is the best teacher in outboard racing and in smoking, too. Smoking whatever brands I could get during the wartime cigarette shortage taught me there's no other cigarette like a camel. And many other smokers had the same experience. Yes, during the wartime cigarette shortage, when people smoked whatever brands they could get, then's when we all compared cigarettes, whether we wanted to or not. And then's when so many people decided that their taste liked camel's rich, full flavor, and their throats liked camel's cool mildness. The result? More people are smoking camels than ever before. Experience is the best teacher. Try a camel yourself. As the inspector takes notes of the terrifying event... Alan Bunting continues the story. And now, Mrs. Bunting, what did you do the morning you learned the Avenger had murdered his sixth victim? Well, I was a little frightened to meet our lodger, yet I kept my thoughts to myself. After all, you know, there still wasn't much to go on. Robert had gone to make Daisy, so Mr. Sleuth ate breakfast alone. I watched him through the crack in the door. Finally, I went in with more tea. Hmm? Uh, uh, tea? Uh, no. No, thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Bunting. I, I don't care for any more tea, thanks. Uh, you're very kind. But I have to go on with my work now, if you'll excuse me. My fear really changed to pity then. Oh, he seemed so helpless and tired. And he was so considerate. This man couldn't be a murderer. It was all a coincidence. Besides, we just couldn't afford to lose that 30 shillings a week. Well, around 10 in the morning, he left the cottage, and I decided to go upstairs and have a look about his room. I had to find out what he carried in his one piece of luggage. It wasn't a bag. It was more like a case. Yes. Yes, a case. For a knife. I rushed upstairs, my heart beating wildly at the thought I'd had of the case. No, no, there wasn't anything in his closet. I went over to the chest of drawers against the wall. Nothing in the top one. In the next one, there was just some socks and some underclothes. The next one was empty. There was only one other place for the small, narrow case. The bottom drawer. And it was locked. I pulled and pulled at it. And then suddenly I heard the front door open downstairs. In a panic, I rushed out of the room and down the hall. Oh, you're upstairs, Ellen. Oh. Look, Ellen. Daisy's here. Oh, thank heaven. Oh, my. It's oh. so good to see you. It's so good to be home. Oh. 
Why, whatever's the matter? Yes, you're quite white, Ellen. Oh, I... It's... it's it, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. It's just that I wasn't expecting you so soon. Well, it's good to be back. The country's all right, but there's nothing like London now, is there? Oh, no. No, no, that isn't. Well, as long as that Avenger's about, you're going to have something to do to keep this young lady indoors, London or no London. <laughs> oh, don't you worry. Mother will see to that. Oh, well, Daisy, I... I might as well get you settled. You see, Father? What did I tell you? She'll have a dust cloth in my hand oh. before I have my coat on. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sleuth. Why is my door open? We, we, we were just leaving, sir. Have you been in my room? Oh, oh, oh uh, not at all. Not at all, sir. From now on, Mrs. Bunting, I shall keep my room locked. Oh, uh, if... But you see, sir, I, I was just tidying up a bit, and, and Mr. Bunting, he brought our daughter home. Uh, 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 she just arrived. Uh, this, is, this is Daisy. Pleased to meet you, sir. Uh, she, she's been away for quite a while. That's why we're a bit excited, you might say. Yes. Uh, you were probably surprised to hear us laughing and carrying on. Yes, yes, I, I must say I was, I was. But, uh, but then uh, there are different kinds of joy, are there not, Daisy? I'm sure there are. Yes. There is the despicable evil joy of the abandoned, and and then there is the divine happiness of the blessed. It's a great difference. You understand that, Daisy, don't you? Why, yes, sir. Yes, Mr. C. Good. There, there are so few young women nowadays who do. I'm Mr. Sleuth. You mean a girl's not to enjoy life at all? Not to have any fun? Enjoyment and fun, my child, are the devil's breeding ground. All his implements are there. Pleasure and impropriety. The temptation of music, dancing. Oh, that's crazy. Why, there's nothing I like better than dancing. And I'm not... You like to she dance? She didn't know what she was saying, Mr. Sleuth. She's just a child. Daisy, you know you've never been one for dancing. You mm. never learned how But I to... did learn, Mother. While I was away. So wrong about it. What's the harm in dancing? It says she lies in wait as for a prey and increases the transgressors among men. I don't know what you mean. I've never heard such nonsense. Nonsense? You call a scripture nonsense? Daisy! Daisy, go into the front room. It's all right, Mrs. Bunting. It's all right. Uh, I'm used to that kind of talk. Good day. Daisy, yes. Daisy, listen to me. What, Mother? I've, I've got to tell you about... About, about what? Oh, nothing. Nothing. I, I've got to go out for a while now. I'll be back. For a moment, I was about to tell her my awful suspicions, but I stopped. They were only suspicions. At the same time, I had a thought. I'd go to the coroner's inquest they were having for the Avengers' latest victim. I was hoping to hear something said that would clear my suspicions of the lodger. At least I'd give him this last chance. A lady was testifying as I took my seat. She'd seen the Avenger from her window, she said. And her description of him didn't tally with Mr. Sleuth at all. Oh, I can't tell you how relieved I was. 
And it was pointed out she couldn't possibly have seen anyone that night from her window because of the fog. <laughs> then the next witness was a Mr. Cannot. I leaned forward anxiously as they swore him in and began asking questions. You say, Mr. Kennedy, you're positive that you saw this man? Positive, sir. It was only a few moments before the murder that I saw the Avenger. Uh, uh, describe him. Well, he wore a black cape, I believe, and was very golf-looking. And was carrying a small handbag. A handbag? Yes, a small, narrow handbag. Such a one as might contain a knife. <gasps> And it's in the court. Uh, proceed, Mr. Kennedy. Uh, well, he had a low, hesitating voice. I'd say with something of a continental accent. An educated man, I'd judge, but quite mad. And what do you mean by that? Well, as he emerged from the fog, he was talking aloud to himself. Oh, believe me, sir, he was reciting scriptures from the Bible. No. Oh, no, it can't be. It can't be. <gasps> Could there be any doubt about it now? Mr. Sleuth, our lodger, he was the murderer. I got out of the courtroom as quickly as I could. I didn't even notice it had started to rain. I hardly remember going home, running and walking somehow, while the nightmare of fear and terror grew bigger and bigger inside me. It was three streets from our cottage that I saw my husband, Robert. One thought hit me clearly. I realized Daisy must be home alone with the Avenger. Bunting! Bunting! Why, Ellen? Ellen, what is it? Bunting, where's Daisy? Where is she? Where's Daisy? Why, she's at home. Oh, listen, listen, Bunting, listen. Sleuth! Sleuth is the Avenger. What? What are you saying? Ah, larger. He's the Avenger. Daisy's alone with him right now. Hurry! Hurry! Now listen to me carefully, my child, and and rejoice with me in your heart, for for the moment is at hand, and you're not afraid, Daisy, are you? No, I'm not afraid. You're very beautiful, and... And you should live in the ways of righteousness. You hear me, Daisy? You want to live in the ways of righteousness, don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. I know you do. I, I know. And, and that is why I've been sent to purge your soul so that you will be elevated beyond all sin and evil. You like to dance, Daisy, don't you? Already six have gone on before you and they are beyond all sin and evil. You are the seventh to be elevated, my child, and my work is almost done for the seventh, I've promised, at this appointed hour. <gasps> be still, Daisy. Daisy. And, Daisy! and don't listen to the temptations of the crowd when they call out your name, because I am here to save you from all evil and wickedness that consumes you like a wildfire of scarlet and crimson. You like to dance, don't you? Yes, I do. Look at me, my child. Look at me and don't fear me. And do not tremble. Woe to them that call evil good and good evil and put darkness for light and light for darkness. And therefore I must bring you down like the lambs to slaughter. And now 
I lift my hand with a flaming sword. For now comes the vengeance and the time to rejoice. Take away your hand. Let go of me. Get away. Don't you know that such that are for death to death, and such that are for a sword to the sword, and no one, no one dare to have pity on them. He fell on the knife. Yes. And he's burning. He's burning in me like a fire. Oh, it... It purges me and, and consumes me. All sin and evil are falling away. Praise. Praise and glory. For it is I who is the seventh... Yes, the vengeance is fulfilled. Camel cigarettes and free camels to servicemen's hospitals from coast to coast. This week, the camels go to Veterans Hospital, Jefferson Barracks, Missouri, U.S. Army Letterman General Hospital, San Francisco, California, U.S. Naval Hospital, Charleston, South Carolina, U.S. Marine Hospital, Ellis Island, New York, Veterans Hospital, Fort Meade, South Dakota. Yes, everywhere, more folks are smoking camels. Many of those camel smokers are doctors. You know, three leading independent research organizations asked 113,597 doctors. What cigarette do you smoke, Doctor? The brand named most was Camel. According to a nationwide survey, more doctors smoke Camels than any other cigarette. Next week, Mystery in the Air, starring Mr. Peter Lorre, brings you one of the world's great stories of the strange and unusual... The Horla by de Maupassant, with a special musical score composed and conducted by Paul Barron. Hey there, Mr. Pipe Smoker. Do you know that more pipes smoke Prince Albert than any other tobacco? Well, it's true. So why don't you give PA a try? Prince Albert is specially made for smoking pleasure. It's choice tobacco, specially treated to ensure against tongue bite. Crimp cut to burn slow, smoke cool. See if the extra-rich, full flavor of Prince Albert doesn't give you added interest in your pipe. Be sure to listen to Prince Albert's Grand Ole Opry Saturday night for a half hour of folk music and laughter with Red Foley, Minnie Pearl, Rod Brassfield, and the rest of the Opry gang. And as Red's special guest this week, you'll hear Salty Holmes. 
Remember, Prince Albert's Grand Ole Opry, Saturday night over NBC. Listen again next week at this same time when the makers of Camel Cigarettes present Mr. Peter Lorre in Mystery in the Air. Next week's play will be The Horla by de Maupassant. The artists supporting Mr. Lorre tonight were Agnes Moorhead as Ellen, Henry Morgan as the voice of mystery, Barbara Eiler as Daisy, Eric Snowden as Bunting, Raymond Lawrence as the inspector, Rolf Sedan as the witness, and Conrad Binion as the newsboy. And on behalf of Mr. Laurie and the entire cast, our sincere thanks to Agnes Moorhead for her great portrayal of Ellen Bunting. <laughs> this is Michael Roy in Hollywood wishing you all a pleasant good night for Camel. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. That concludes today's episode. We'd like to thank you and remind you to donate at choiceclassicradio.com. Remember, your donations make episodes like this possible.